0: Book of Psalms, chapter 15. I hope that um, uh, you're all well, and I know that uh, perhaps there are still some of our brothers and sisters um, remaining in their um, health condition, but we just pray that the Lord will um, heal them. And also um, mention Brother Ram's uh, dad. good, but uh, there's, uh, the, the Lord has the ability to, to heal him, but again, um, it's all uh, about his will, and it does uh, just seek the Lord's favor on the situation of right around, alright? So, Psalm chapter 15, I will read this verse, uh, uh, five verses, and just follow me right, I will read this now. Psalm chapter fifteen, verses one to five: Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? He that worketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart. He that believeth not with his tongue, nor doeth evil to his neighbour, nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbour. In whose eyes a vile person is condemned. But he honoreth them that fear the Lord, he that sweareth to his own hurt, and changeth not. He that putteth not out his money to usury, nor taketh reward against the innocent, he that doeth these things, shall never remove his prayer. Our Father in heaven, thank you Lord once again for bringing us together into this place where we can worship you and we can come together to uh, encourage one another. And Lord, uh, it is a blessing, once again, that we are um, able to um, come and worship. So therefore, Lord, I pray that your favor also um, will be upon this place, and that your um, name, Lord, will be exalted in our lives. And help us this morning, and even for the rest of the day's activity, that uh, you will be with us, O oh God, to protect us, and to uh, strengthen us guide us. And Lord, help us time as we learn um, principles from your word, that we may apply them into our um, daily walk with you. Bless your people and even those people who are still in your way. I pray that you will um, be able to come here, say the and that Lord, uh, will prepare their hearts to um, meet you and to, um, to observe and to listen and to uh, meditate upon your word. Help us today, give us victory. Just pray. Amen. Amen. Again, this book of Psalm is another um, blessing to us. Psalm chapter 15. And we welcome Nanae Turing. Nanae Turing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Praise the Lord for that She arrived uh, last week and uh Arrive simply. All right. The title of this psalm. We can perhaps say that this is a psalm that talks about a dwelling in God's holy hill. Or sometimes we can call this um, this psalm as um, living with God, because this is about a cohabitation with God in the place where. Uh, Only the righteous can can dwell. Only the righteous people can stay. And it is a blessing that despite of who we are, in our sinfulness, in our frailty, the Lord opens the door (coughs) so that you and I can come and worship Him and be in fellowship with Him Despite of who he is, you see the blessing there. We are who we are. We are sinners, and God is holy as He is. And yet, despite of who we are, and despite of who He is, He allows Himself. He condescended Himself um, to to take us to be His own people and to be His own uh, heritage. To be ears of his righteousness and all the things that he owns. And you know um, what I mean with all the things that he owns. It's not just the the place where we are saved. It's not just this earth that we are living on. But the entire universe. And the Lord is the owner of the world. And he is giving it to us as his ears. And here the Lord will dwell with His people. He will dwell with us in His holy hill. But there are requirements to this um, dwelling. There are requirements uh, before uh, the Lord, you know, uh, will take us there. This is again uh, another beautiful uh, song of David. Here in Psalm chapter 15, outlines the terms of friendship between God and man. And here, this is like a word picture um, that is drawn here of the people who will inhabit this place. The people that will stay. The people that will be allowed to come and stay in this place. Because this place is not an ordinary place. This place is a place where... God himself, you know, dwells. The Lord our God dwells in this place. This is his eternal habitat. This is his holy hill. Holy, that means, oh, this is different from what we, are, what we can observe in this place. This is so different from what we can imagine, um, you know, uh, in, in a dwelling place. This is a very special dwelling place very unique because not one of us has experienced to, you know, come to this Holy Hill. But our minds will work it out, you know, will speculate on what's uh, involved in this Holy Hill. But again, we don't have to speculate so much because the Lord lays, lays it down here in His Word. What are the, you know, things surrounding this Holy Hill? So, here in verse number one of the book of Psalm, chapter 15, speaks about a question. Not just a question, but questions. Because there are two questions raised here in verse number one. He said, Lord, who shall abide in thy tabernacle? Who shall dwell in thy holy hill? Those two questions are not synonymous or similar to each other. And, but again, let's take a look at this. Because this is the place where um, This is a place where You and I can dwell with God You and I can enter in His holy hill And dwell with Him But um, We understand that A life characterized by holiness And righteousness And godly living Attributes um, to you know what God really wants us, and if we please God in our lives, the Lord has determined already to reward us and give us this internal blessing. It turned out because this blessing that God will give to us. Will last for all eternity. In John chapter 10, first, before we go to um, try to explain this Psalm chapter 15, in John chapter 10, verse number 27, all the way to verse number 39, mm-hmm. this talks about our God who will give us this holy hill. He said um, in verse number 37, My sheep hear my voice. And I know them, and they shall follow me. And they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. The Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. So here, the Lord Jesus Christ is the one that will give reward to those people whose life is characterized by holiness, whose life is characterized by righteous living, and he will reward us with this everlasting dwelling place. And it's a blessing. This is heaven. This is what everyone wants. This is what everyone wants to be uh, when we die. And the Lord has laid it down. What, what, what kind of life God expects from us here on earth, so that the Lord will give us opportunity? But again, you have to understand this: this is given to those people who are saved, those people who are uh, who, who uh, love the Lord, those people who already received the Lord Jesus Christ. This is not for all. So again. Um, This question here that is raised, two questions being raised, and it is answered in verse number 2, verse number 3, verse number 4, and verse number 5. So in verse number 1, those who who will dwell in God's tabernacle, upon God's holy hill, are those people being answered in verse number 1 and verse number 2 who walk uprightly that means they just live a life that is you know um, under the uh, direction of God a life that is upright a person that works righteousness a person that speaks truth from their hearts A person that do not backbite with their tongue. A person that does not do evil to their neighbor, neighbor, any person that we meet, whether it is our family member or our our friends around us and everyone that we meet every day. A person that does not bring reproach upon their neighbor or a person that contends a vile person or uh, it is called uh, the person that despises a vile person, a person that honours one that fears the Lord. A person that swears to their own detriment and honour it. A person that does not collect usury on loans. A person that does not take advantage of the innocent. So, these are the things that, you know, it is expected. And the Lord knows that these people, they, they love the know of God. They, they, they want to please the Lord in their lives. And they will strive to do things that can please the Lord. And they will pursue it. And again, the ungodly are not like this. The people are different from this kind of um, living. They cannot survive in this kind of attitude um, because it is coming from, you know, the very core of their heart. If they if they do evil, it's not because someone really entices them to do evil. It, they do evil because it's coming from within. It's coming from the heart. But the righteous also they do do righteousness because they are seeking reward from heaven. They do righteousness because God really seeks us a thing, to the matter right from within the person's heart. So, again here in verse number 2, verse number 3, and verse number even all the way to verse number 5. These are the um, qualifications that will meet this. The qualifications um, as we understand that the Lord um, assure these people to receive this blessing that God has described or the Lord has um, described to, for these people to be able to, to attain this um, eternal dwelling place of the Lord and here in verse number, verse number 2 to verse number 5 Um, are the qualifications so that a person can abide in the house of the Lord and again uh, we have to understand this list here this list is not all the list that you know we should follow there are so many things that the Lord had told us in fact it is all inside this book but this one only the few things that we can find, or although this encompasses perhaps the entire um, commandment of God for all of us that love the Lord to follow and um, is expected um, to abide because we are God's people. We are not created for evil, we are not created by God for uh, unrighteousness, but rather we are created by God for His righteousness. And therefore, we are expected, you know, from deep within us to follow God's laws, to follow God's word. And here in uh, verse number 2, it says, He that walketh uprightly, and worketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart. These are just, you know, few of those qualifications or characteristics of a person that really loves the Lord. Whenever you see it in the Bible and your heart is, you know, uh, attached to it, your heart is attracted to it because, oh, this is what God wants. And I will tell you, my friend, uh, I don't know if you have experienced this, I got say in 1993 and um, uh, living a life that was duplicitous at the beginning because I did not know. I just got saved, and uh, I know that I was a sinner, and I, I repented of my sin. I asked the Lord to come into my heart and, and receive Him as my Lord and Savior. But along the way in the Christian life that I, I began to learn that uh, I had to do this, or I, I need to be baptized. Oh, okay, that's fine. Oh, I, need, I need to come to church um, at least three times, three times a week. Okay, oh, that's fine. And then I learn things new to me. And every time I come to church, something new I learn. Because the pastor will, will grab the Bible and, 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 and read it and then explain from it. And then I understand it. And then i will follow it. My heart is attracted to what God has said. And that is why I believe um, every person that has the Spirit of God will be attracted to the Word of God. Every one of us that is saved... It's very common that when we see it from the Bible, we begin to follow it. When I when I see when I see uh, all these you know uh, um, uh, the dietary requirements for the Israel, Israelite people in order for them to you know to have long life and healthy healthy bodies, and the Lord has laid out all those um, food requirements, and I look at those food requirements. I said, well, oh, I changed my mind about pork, I changed my mind about those things. Not, not that when we eat that, we will go to hell. No, it's it's not like that. It's just that I believe God puts it there because God knows how the 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 molecules will work when this is placed into our system and in our and in our stomach and then gets into our intestines and and, and these processes there, molecular and cellular processes. And it will affect our bodies, affect our health. So that I I withdrew from that. I I, I don't uh, I still eat that, but I just minimize it as much as I can. Because God said it in the Bible. About those shrimps, about those uh, you know, sweets. Oh, I love those. <laughs> but because I see it from the Bible, it changed my opinion to that. It changed my mind. Of before, I had no restrictions. I would just take it, whatever I like, whatever I, I saw in the shop, then take it and eat it. But when I see it from the Bible, you see, my, my heart is attracted to the Word of God. When, when, uh, about many things. There are so many things in the Bible that came to me for the first time and it changed my opinion. It changed my view on those things. Although people and scientists will, will, will say the opposite, ours, this. the Word of God is really heavy. That it's so hard for the scientists or doctors to convince me that he is right and what the Bible says is wrong. It's so hard. I I don't I don't follow so much of uh, what they say because I will check what they say from the Word of God. You see, my friend, what I'm saying is that our heart once we become saved. We are attracted to the Word of God, and we are yep. ready to to follow what God has said rather than what the people will say. Before they were say, uh, before uh, you heard that, uh, I think around 18th century, we have this. Group of scientists discovered that smoking is good. You know, it can give you uh, like uh, um, um, self confidence and take your stress out. And then sm- smoking uh, very popular. And then later on, another group of people will say that smoking is bad. But centuries ago, oh, that was good. And then another thing, coffee. Coffee is good in those times. And then. Later on, you you find that coffee is bad, and then now coffee is good again. I I, I not let them say what they want to say. I'm going to the Bible because I cannot trust these people. They change their minds. They change their um, scientific opinions, but the Bible will remain the same. So I would rather stay here. I would just stay here. I will listen and take what what is they. But uh, if it goes clash with this word of God, then I would rather say it. You see, that is, my friend, is the, the, the thing that God has really um, did to us. When 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 He saved us, when, he, when the Lord Jesus Christ uh, saved us, the Holy Spirit dwells in us, then the word of God is becoming very attractive to us. And here we look at this verse uh, from verse number uh, 1 and there is a question in chapter 15 of the book of psalm lord who shall abide in thy tabernacle and who shall dwell in thy holy hill lord who can stay in heaven lord who can survive you know in your presence without melting because you know that this earth this world that we are standing on this will explode at the presence of god this will explode the sun, the moon, all of that then you will melt when, when, in, in the presence of God nothing can stand in the presence of God now when we come before his presence how are we going to survive without exploding, without humility because of God's holiness and this is a question here Lord who shall abide in the of who shall um, dwell in thy holy hill and he listed down these things. He listed down the, the things that can survive in the presence of God. The man who walks uprightly. And take a look at this in Psalm chapter 84. Psalm chapter 84, verse number 11. The Bible answered a very hard question. If we don't have the Bible, we cannot answer this. Without the Bible, who can answer this question? But thank God the Bible answers the Bible. That means God answers these questions for us. Uh, here in Psalm chapter 84, verse number 11. It says here, For the Lord God is a silent shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. There is no good thing. The Lord has promised that that good thing will be yours. Good thing. It doesn't mean that there's no difficulties maybe, but in the end, five years from now, ten years from now, twenty years from now, you can see that, wow, looking back, wow, God is really good. The Lord is really good. Now we are, me and Jinky, celebrating our our 21st the anniversary, there are hardships there, but looking back, wow, thank the Lord. We praise God for His, uh, for his goodness, really. And uh, the Lord has given us beautiful gifts. We have Sam. We have Pony. We have Nehemiah. <laughs> <laughs> Anika. <laughs> I always... Please let me go because she just smiles. I like it. I like it when when I tease my children and they just smile. Yeah, the Lord has blessed me with uh, so much blessing, but it's not without hardship. It's not without struggles. You know, sometimes problems will come, problems will go. And again, ten years on the road, fifteen years on the road, you look back and you will say, praise the Lord because. You can really see and suck it up with what, with with you know the praises of God. We praise the Lord for His goodness. You see, who shall dwell with God? Those people that walk uprightly, those people who work righteousness, because we are built for that. As Christians today, we are built for righteousness. The systems that work in our faculty are meant for good works. You see, we, we we are not comfortable, you know, looking at evil things before our eyes no. If there are evil deeds and done in our midst, we cannot rest in that because we are not built for that. If someone in our church maybe maybe a preacher in our church will will secretly do something evil or bad. We cannot, you know, um, rest in that. Someone is uh, secretly drinking perhaps, or gambling. Someone is secretly doing things, or having an affair. We cannot rest in that. Why? Because, again, we are not built for that. We are built for Righteousness. The Bible says, I think it's in Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verse number 10. For we are his workmanship created by Christ Jesus unto good works. We are built for good works. If you are saved today, you are built for good works. Because that is the working of the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit that, you know, propels us to move. And every move, every action that we do, it's just based on what that dictate of the Holy Spirit in our life. <coughs> workmanship. We are God's workmanship. Back to our text in, in uh, Psalm chapter... We still have time huh? Time's in time. In our text, in Psalm chapter 80, also chapter 15, verse number uh, 2, He that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness, and speaketh the truth in his heart. Let's take a look at this. Uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 15. Ephesians chapter 4, verse number 15. No more children, tossed to and fro, and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sliding men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie away to deceive, but speaking the truth in love, may grow up into him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. We are a people that is expected to be truthful. We are a people that is expected to speak the truth. And also we are a people who are expected um, to keep our promises. In Psalm chapter Psalm chapter one hundred and sixteen. Psalm chapter one hundred and sixteen. And verse number 14. verse number 16 O Lord, truly I am thy servant I am thy servant and the son of thy, of thy handmaid thou, thou hast to lose my bonds so again um, Verse 15. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and will call upon the name of the Lord. Oh, this is a good timing. Next week is our Thanksgiving, and uh, the Lord will be praised. The Lord will be given thanks. The Lord will be will be exalted. And I, I know that we are going. We are doing that every day. I hope that we do that every morning. We, we praise the Lord. Every every day in our lives we praise God. Do not miss a day without saying the praise to the Lord because God deserves the praise. He deserves our praise. I will tell you, if you Christian, we believers will stop praise the Lord, praising the Lord. The Bible says, When the Lord Jesus Christ walked through When he entered Jerusalem, and people shouted, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And they clapped their hands and then they made noise. And the the, disciples, the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, were there also observing. And they observed the noise, and it's noisy to them. It's just noisy. It's annoying to them. And they, they approached the Lord Jesus and said, uh, uh, Master, can you stop these people from making noise? They are shouting praises to you. Can you stop these people? And the Lord Jesus answered them and said, If I stop them from praising, the, the stones will begin to clap their hands. Why? Because the Lord deserved to be praised. That is why we have Thanksgiving this week. That is as a church, as a corporate body of Christ, come together to worship Him. But individually, daily, every single day, we have to do it. We have to praise the Lord. Getting up in the morning, Lord, thank you for that good night's rest. Lord, thank you for another day. Lord, thank you that today is a blessing. I can remember your goodness in my life. Then you just say it. You just praise the Lord every single time. When you finish work, Lord, thank you that I finished my work today. Lord, prepare me for tomorrow's activity again. Give me a good night's rest. Always mention and give God the, the, the thanks that he deserves. He needs to be praised. Glory and praise only belong unto him it does not belong to your boyfriend or girlfriend it does not belong to your wife or your husband the, the honor and praise belong to god so give it to him because it is due to god every single moment it is due to him i do not i do not know how many how how much years you have now if you have forgotten to praise the lord you have a lot of problems you ought to give God the praise and the honor and the glory. Revelation chapter 4 verse 11. Look, what is that? Revelation 4 11. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Only to him. Give it all to Him. Do not give it to someone else. It only belongs to God. You see, who shall dwell with God? What a great question. And that is a question that cannot be answered by anyone. Without His Bible, we cannot answer that question. Search whatever books you can find in this world. Apart from the Bible, no one can answer that question. Not one Because no mortal man, no writers of books, went to heaven and experienced what what is there in the presence of God. No one. But God himself reveals it to us through his word. That is when we learned them. Who shall dwell with God? Who shall dwell in his holy hill? But thank God he answered that question. Because no mortal man can answer that question. Again, this is a very small, small uh, chapter of the Bible, but this is the first time that I cannot finish it because we ran out of time. But you see, my friend, we've been doing chapter 1, chapter 2 of the book of Psalms, and now chapter 15 in the series. But I have always been blessed um, with this great uh, revelation of God's word from the book of Psalms. I will continue this, uh, really, but I believe I will not come back to this verse, uh, chapter, because I have to jump to chapter 16 next week. But you see, you see, you have to avoid things. One, you can, as much as you can remember, anything that is ungodly, avoid it. Anything that is, you know, offending, uh, you know, the the, the soul of other people, avoid it. Because this is what God wants. Who shall dwell in this? In his tabernacle, the man who walks uprightly, the man who works righteousness, the man who, who is truthful, the man who keeps his promises, the man who is merciful. And who, who can, you know, uh, who are those people excluded from this dwelling place? Oh God, those people who are backbiter, uh, backbiter those people who are evil doers, those people who are cass- cassifers, and oppressors. If you become Wealthy, you become powerful. Avoid that oppression because most of the time, people when they become rich, they will use their power to take advantage of the weak. If you become an employer, you will use your power to manipulate so that these people that you are that work for you will work for your favor and not and not, and not for their uh, benefit. So again, oppressor, it's not good with God. So here, when you, when you look at this chapter of uh, Psalm, chapter 15, 115, it calls for self-examination. It will, when you meditate upon these words, it will come into your heart. It enters into your system. It enters into your mind. And then it, it is being processed into your heart. And then... I believe self-examination is in order. Self-examination is important as you read this book of Psalms chapter 15. Because when you process them, it requires honest answers from within. It requires you to process what are you going to say if God will ask you this question. And if you find these things, are you, am I upright in my ways? You see self-examination. Am I, am I working righteousness according to God's view? Am I truthful in my way of life? Am I, am I keeping my promises? Am I merciful? It calls you. To examine yourself, and then, have I, you know, uh, talked bad to someone? Uh, am I a backbiter? Uh, am I an evil doer? And you see, my friend, once you have that honest answers to these questions being formed in verse number one, then that true car- character of the believer will be revealed. Your true character will be revealed. It either will change you and make you humble and change your ways. And I will tell you God will accept you. God will accept you if you change your ways. If you find yourself to be guilty of any of this then the Lord will accept your person because this will lead you to repentance. This will lead you into sitting it right with the Lord. And then God's favor will be restored again upon you. And blessings of God will, you know, will flow again. The blessings of God will, will, will be founded again upon your life. As the searchlight of the Spirit casts its rays upon the heart, hidden sins are brought to life. And that is true. Acknowledging one's defects and deficiency will bring one to repentance. And what a blessing we have a church that will show us these things. We stay home. We cannot find this. We cannot find, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the word that will really prick our heart. The word that will search into the deepest and inmost part of us. Only the word of God. Because the Bible says in in, in I think, in Hebrews chapter 12, or Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword, piercing even to the dividing ascender of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and also the discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It is the word of God that will penetrate. I'll tell you, no matter how secretive you are, no matter how how, you know, um, composed you are, when the Word of God will work in your heart, it will burst even into the inmost part of you. And then you will, that, that Word of God will break you. That is how powerful the Word of God is. Kings cry because of the Word of God. Senators, mayors, governors, generals, they cry before the Lord because of the word of God. You see, that is true. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two edged sword. Praise the Lord for his good, um, good word. Thank God for. This chapter that we have discussed this morning. Let's bow our in prayer. pray. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, for the blessing of your word. Thank you for your goodness. And, Lord, what a question it is. Who shall dwell in that Lord, thank you that you have given us the answer. I pray, O oh God, that we will be mindful of our lives, We'll be mindful, Lord, of our actions. We'll be mindful, especially our own position before you. That, oh God, um, as you search the hearts of the people, this truth of the word of God will cause each heart to repentance, will call for for self-examination, and will result into um, Rectifying the wrong. And Lord, in the end, will give repentance and will bring repentance and give our hearts peace and forgiveness. And later on, enjoyment. Because that is where the fellowship is restored. Lord, bless your people once again and thank you for the Sunday school lessons pray that you will continue to speak to us through your word, Jesus we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. We must take a break and then we'll come back in 10 minutes. Welcome, uh, Sister uh, Gay. Sister Gay. Uh, Sister Eileen. Abba. Ava, And, and Sister Joyce, Joyce. yes. Uh, come your faces, but... <laughs> 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 All right. Sophie was texting me. Sophie is not here. Yeah, it's just here. Yeah, You're the next time. Yeah, yeah. Alright, thank you very much. And let's have a break and we have a I think refreshment over there or oh,